everyone. Welcome to another edition of Ringside. Ringside. I'm John. I'm Kendra. And uh, you know what time of year it is? It's the most wonderful. We weren't on the same wavelength. It's like one of those tests that you do to see if you're compatible with somebody and you try to say the same thing on the count of three, but we we fucked it up. Well, I mean, to our credit, we went to the same time of year. Yeah. Well, it, well, the first bullet point on our list of things to talk about is Christmas time. So yeah, I don't. Who, who wrote that? Well, I wouldn't give us too much credit on. Oh, we both happened to sing a Christmas song. No. No, that was prescribed, pre-written. So. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, if you're done being an ass, I'm never done. A stupid ass. <laughs> um. Y'all, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate the holidays at a later time. I mean, we're celebrating the holidays now. We're putting up our Christmas tree. By the time you hear this uh, episode, theory, in theory, our uh, our Christmas tree's been put up. The Christmas tree will be up. The Christmas tree was supposed to be up November first. That is what we told people we were gonna do. We are November first Christmas time people. Um, Thanksgiving is a holiday best celebrated one day a year. Right. Christmas. Um, or whatever wintertime holiday you celebrate, I uh, assume, is best uh, celebrated over two, two, two and a half, yeah. sometimes three full months. Yeah. We started buying stuff in October. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been in the holiday spirit. We're we in just the we, and we've got some holiday decorations up, but we we're we're falling behind a little bit. Yeah. But don't worry, we're on it. We're gonna we're fix that. It. But yeah, so that's that on that. Um, I don't we I don't think we have any plans. Maybe you'll see some kind of holiday content coming up. If there's anything specific you guys would like to see from us, let us know. We might have to revive the old Netflix uh, to get some rom-coms watched because you guys know that's my shit. Y'all love the roms and y'all love the coms. I'm y'all. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in the past, we've I've ranked <clears throat> Netflix Christmas specials or Christmas um, movies. That's somewhere on pres- periodically somewhere. I think it was probably like t- on the YouTube channel. 2020, 2021, maybe. Yeah, in the early days, in the before yeah. times. So the camera quality is probably ass. I probably look like shit. So have fun yeah. with that. Um, I mean, not yeah, you look like shit, but I it mean, it sounded like camera, you were you were the camera agreeing. quality probably looked like ass. You look great. You've looked. Great. I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> um, but yeah, if there's anything specific that you guys want to hear us talk about for the holidays just let us know yeah let us know via all of our social media or uh more specifically you can um uh mail a letter to the north pole (coughs) i didn't know where you were going with that i thought you were gonna dox our full government address (laughs) and santa will see to it that we we talk about what it is if you have any complaints i would say get them to santa asap because he's about to get really busy and he's not gonna have time to read he's already busy he's already busy he stays busy but um, the December push, I think, is when he's at his busiest. He doesn't right. like to be disturbed. <clears throat> wow. During Sorry. that time. Anyway, let's move on. From yeah, we're, the, the holidays are forever, but we're here to talk about... Uh, one, we're not even here to talk about wrestling today, y'all. No wrestling um, on the docket today. Sorry if that's what uh, you came for. But we are here to talk a lot about uh, Marvel. The, every, all the goings on in the world of Marvel, Marvel Studios, Marvel Cinematic Universe. What are you looking at me? You're doing that thing where you talk like a radio host again. 
our radio host again. I don't know why I sounded so Midwestern when I said that. <laughs> it's in your blood. You can't help it. Oh my god! Please listen. Don't. I don't. I don't know why I do that. Okay? I don't know. I think it's kind of cute. It's kind of like the um, equivalent of like uh, young women on TikTok doing that influencer voice that I hate. Hey everybody! Today I'm going to the store and I'm gonna get a single apple. <laughs> and <laughs> you guys i'm going off on a fucking tangent because it's so annoying but like linguistically we need to get a linguist on this stat where did this come from it's like not a regional thing it's something bred entirely on the internet a new internet mm. dialect but like where did it start right why do they all sound like that um i don't know i think it's more of me being a fucking professional oh and- <laughs> And actually knowing how to properly enunciate and oh. speak with clarity. Oh, am I speaking unclear? No, no, I didn't say that. Right. Okay. Do I sound like a radio host? No, well, maybe you should. <laughs> maybe I should. I'll start to I'll try to sound more like you. <clears throat> so today we're Sorry. talking about Marvel. That's right, folks. We have <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Bustelo's staring at me. He's trying to come into the, the fucking Bustelo, room. Bustelo, get your ass Bustelo, in this room in. now. He really wants to talk about Marvel. He um, <clears throat> Actually, this is kind of a big get for us um, because we Bustelo, a- actually, his likeness was used in um, the Marvels, which just came out this week. So he's kind of a celebrity. Yeah. Um, we have the the man, the myth, the flirkin right here in the room. Mm-hmm. Um Love that guy. Love that we'll guy. hear from him soon enough. We're joking, by the way. He's not. That'd be really crazy if we just like happened to have re-raised show cats. No, he's just a fucking stray. Though, <laughs> though, listen, we we get a lot of compliments on Bustelo. We hear that he's a very unique looking. Apparently, cat. he's very cute, and he's um, also huge. So maybe we'll add maybe his picture of his very cute face mm-hmm. will be the thumbnail for this video. I think that I think he earned it. But anyway, we're, anyway, sorry. we're, we're sorry off topic guys. again. So edit that out. <laughs> cut that, cut that, <laughs> cut that, cut that. Um, we are going to start with, we're going to go back about a couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. And because a, a couple weeks ago, Variety put out this, <sighs> this piece. I don't know who broke up with who <laughs> from Marvel at Variety. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that sentence made sense, but we're going to move past it. I knew what you meant. I knew what um, So Marvel, I'm sorry, Variety puts out this. Uh, this article, I think, is, I believe it was titled, Is is Marvel in Trouble? And there is a lot. There's so much mm-hmm. that happened in here. So I wrote down a couple bullet points of some of the more interesting or damning pieces, uh, depending on how you view it. So the article alleges that there is major anxiety and just angst happening over at Marvel Studios... Um, due to a series of, quote-unquote, on-screen disappointments, um, the inconsistency of the quality of the Disney Plus series, mm-hmm. uh, and, n- to no surprise of anyone, the ongoing Jonathan Majors fiasco, mm-hmm. uh, right? Um, and part and a lot of these things are kind of intertwined with one another, so apparently the, the, the studio heads over there at uh, Marvel Studios... Really thought they had like a huge hit with Quantum uh, Quantumania on their hands. Yeah, that 
and they were <laughs> kind of caught off guard when that wasn't well mm-hmm. received. Um, made a good chunk of money, but not like the money they're they used to, especially when they when you had a big part of that was Jonathan Majors. But if those of you who remember way back when when that movie came out, just before the movie came out is mm-hmm. when all the Jonathan Major stuff started Broke. coming out. Um, so that was already kind of like a huge blow to them. Uh, and then something we saw or heard a lot about in Quantumania and then basically every Disney Plus series since was the uh, the inconsistency of the CGI. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, part of what this article talks about is how because the Marvels had to be reshuffled and had, you know, a lot of reshoots to go through. We'll get to that later. Um, this movie was bumped up by a few months. Quantumania? Yeah. Okay. Quantumania was bumped up by, by a few months, which made the... Basically shortened the amount of time that the CGI artists, the VFX artists, got to work on the movie. The VFX artists who already talked about how overworked and underpaid they are. Correct. Had less time. Yes. That actually makes a lot of things make sense yeah. about Quantumania. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and and then that that same because of that, it, it's it's inter- the one thing I will say about this article is interesting because I, you can really get a picture of how everything is relative. So some folks were even saying it's like it's not that it's not even the issue of being crunch, just being crunched for time. Mm-hmm. It's these half baked scripts we're getting that we have to fix in post production. So right. that was a big thing with um, some of the shows, uh, particularly She Hulk. Um, and we're big She Hulk fans over here. This yeah. is this is just what the, this article is alleging. I'm kind of just going point by point here. Yeah. Um, but allegedly there was like we didn't see um, uh, the backstory for our titular character in She Hulk until episode eight in the original like. Right. And then they were like, uh, actually, it's got to be episode one. So they have to, like, go back and piece it together. Um, the showrunner for that. I'm so sorry. My, y'all, my tummy is making noise. So if y'all hear that, <laughs> I do apologize. They probably um, can't hear it. I wouldn't worry about it. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's a hot mic. So, anyway. Um, so the showrunner for that was, wasn't really a showrunner. It was just kind of, like, the head person there. Was, uh, I, I guess, either fired or they left the project and then they were like, oh, we'll, we'll do it ourselves in post. Marvel was like, oh, shit, we don't know how to do comedy. <laughs> and she was like, I think Jessica Gao, I think was her name. Can you fact check that for me? Up? Yeah. Um, she was like, yeah, guys, guess what? I'm a comedy writer. I know how this show's supposed to flow. Um, <laughs> so there was no real, in the, in the Disney Plus series, because they've essentially looked at it as, you know, Jessica Gao, that was mm-hmm. her name. Okay. Um... Uh, because they're looking at these as, you know, eight-hour movies, they weren't yeah. following a TV formula, so they didn't consistently have one. They weren't used to having one. The flow of right television. Uh, I will say the the one that's escaped that has been Loki. Yeah. Um, which we'll t- also talk about a little later. Um, and then She-Hulk was just also super expensive to make because... The character half most of the time is right. um, She-Hulk. And then there was also mention of uh, the the upcoming Blade reboot starring mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali. 
and how he nearly left the project because of a bunch of issues with the script. They had a director and they lost a director. Um, and there are several iterations of the script allegedly that floated around, one of which was had Blade, the titular character, who this movie's about, as the fourth lead of the movie. Um, so it just this this article dropped a lot um and caused throughout the the fandom throughout the industry a lot of a lot of rumbling and a lot of talking mm-hmm. um we even talked about uh in our last episode how the the TV shakeup how they're they're ditching the formula they've been doing going to more of a traditional TV formula um kind of starting with Daredevil or at least most notably starting with Daredevil i'm sure they've kind of quietly done that yeah um but I mean, I just kind of—I wanted to talk about this because I'm like, "Geez, that's—it's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to have." And I think the biggest thing they're worried about right now is—is uh, is Jonathan Majors. Yeah. For those of you who do- we're not going to talk all the details about that. There's just too much to go into that. But yeah. essentially, it starts with um, some uh, some domestic battery uh, allegations, allegations. Um, and a few months ago. <clears throat> It seemed like things were kind of turning around for him, but then all out of nowhere, his management, his PR, his talent agency, he was just being dropped left and right. Um, so, again, we don't know anything. The trial has yet to happen. The trial said to start soon. Um, but it doesn't look good. It's not a good look. Uh, yeah. And it's not a good look for Marvel. No. Um, Especially because they hinged so much, so much on the character um but also jonathan majors's performance what we had before all of that stuff was what loki mm-hmm. just loki yeah it was amazing That's it was what, amazing it was oh. that it was his performance as he who remains that kind of i think shifted the ideas of marvel studios to to kang um i yeah i think that i think that was another you don't think it was always the intention that he would be kang I don't think the I don't know that they were originally going to go with Kang as a big bad. Oh, is what I'm I saying. I that. think they, yeah, I think it was that uh that that performance that monologue like, essentially. Yeah, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's mean, so frustrating how in, good he was. And Quantumania, even no matter how you felt about the movie, I thought he was excellent in the movie. Agreed. Um, and Loki season two, I thought he was great again, yeah. and it just pisses me off every right. time. Um. No, again, he. It, this is we're not, you know, we're not saying anything. No, this is performance, right? Not person, right? I don't know. I don't know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, that's just a horrible position to be in, like changing or having this whole future plan set out that you've told people about <laughs> that you've given a timeline to timeline. Yeah. Time. Ooh, timeline. <laughs> Victor Timely. Um, (laughs) You've like shown people this is our plan. And then to have like the biggest part of your plan have these horrible allegations. Right. Like, what do you do? How do you pivot? Oh, I don't. You have a whole Avengers movie centered around this character. Like, presumably two movies, but definitely one is literally called The Kang Dynasty. So, like, yeah. What the fuck do you do? Um, yeah. But, so that, apparently that's, that was all released a couple weeks ago. 
um, or really, yeah, like a week before the Marvel, which came out this weekend, this past weekend. Um, so this caused some shockwaves. There was also a book, I think it was called MCU, The Reign of the Reign of Marvel, something like that. Uh, and in that book, they were uh, talking about... Oh, fuck, it just left my head. Oh, no. Give me a second. Okay. The hell was that? I don't know. I heard that too. <laughs> um, it'll come back to me eventually. It, sure. Yeah. Uh, but, <clears throat> but either way, uh, yeah, just a, a lot, a lot coming out of this. Um, but at the same time, it's like even a lot of their they just had a review of the Marvels come out. Um, now this movie's just because of the title was going to be mixed reviews. Unfortunately, right. um, yeah, you you can't. Not even just the title, the casting, right? The, the main four characters all yeah. being women. Yeah, mostly women of color. Yeah, no, yeah. that's it's not it's not going to be it was, so. It's um, fair, but Variety was also like kind of harsh on their review. It, to me, kind of harsh on their review. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It was a uh, a lot of interesting information coming out of that. Um, but also, I don't know, it just, it felt like a lot of, sorry. Someone's revving up a fucking diesel engine out there. (laughs) Ew, Um, you just laughed without smiling. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) No, I can't. Oh my God, guys, he chuckled and he was not smiling at all. It was terrifying. I feel like I just saw the real Jonathan for the first time. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, Sorry. Um, but also, like, it, th- and this, I mean, I'm sure y'all have, those who follow the MCU, those who are Marvel fans, saw, especially, like, on TikTok and YouTube, all of a sudden, all the people coming out with their hot takes on, like, oh, Marvel should have ended after Endgame and blah, 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 blah. Um, everyone all of a sudden is like, oh, this article is, I've been thinking this the entire time. There's always going to be people like that, no matter what comes out. There's always going to be fair weather fans and fair weather haters. Is that a thing? Fair weather haters. I don't know. I coined it. Someone, um, TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. That's ours. Can't take that. And there will always be contrarian. Like, that's why I don't like looking at reviews. Right. Especially critic reviews. Because most of the time I'm like, we are not the same person. So why would your opinion matter to me right um because yeah there are always going to be people like that who right. are going to hate everything until 10 years from now and they'll look back and reminisce on how good it was compared right. to how it is now so yeah just keep that in mind with everything including this article right but meanwhile this whole article like marvel has been uh this year i'm trying to think of everything we've gotten from them um this year oh brother and just this year this year's felt like four years so i don't know right uh, the first thing I can think of was Miss Marvel was last year, right? Miss Marvel was last year. I think. Yes. Yeah. Because we talked about it at our end of the year stream. Oh, yeah. Thing. So, um, I feel like there was another show this year, but I can't think of what it was. My stomach's making noises. Oh now. boy, we're both doing it. Um, but I think of Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. Volume Three. Um, fantastic, fantastic film. Um, we had Quantumania this year. Oh. Okay, so we had Quantumania, we had, uh, Guardians, 
I can't remember if we had another show. But while this article is out, what's what was currently on the Disney Plus Marvel schedule was Loki, mm-hmm. which has been, and we're going to talk more about Loki, but it's been amazing. It's been Secret Invasion. Oh, okay. Oof. That's why you didn't remember it. Yeah. No offense. No, I'm. <laughs> I, I don't think I think they get I think they're taking the L on that one. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're they, taking a lot of L's recently. I think they they're when we talk about the Marvels, we'll we'll hear why they they're taking the L on that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we had Quantumania, Secret Invasion, Guardians, mm-hmm. Loki. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the Marvels, and then the Marvels. Uh, was Thor: Love and Thunder this year? I don't think so. No, I think you're... Because think... Quantumania was in February. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, like, I can understand, you know, critically and just audience-wise. Okay. Hit or miss. Sure. Um, but at the time of this article, there is, you know, Loki's been on. And so, as an MCU fan, I'm like... Keep keep it coming because yeah. again Loki I thought this season's been fantastic, um, and then it was really a week ahead of the Marvels, which is already tracking to be the second lowest mm-hmm. MCU opening. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry if you can hear Busella walking around on my desk. Yeah, I'm trying to... He jumped up here like he owns the damn place. I'm trying to clear a path for him so he can get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's, he's going up to the top. Oh, okay. Hold on, this might be loud. Oh, boy. Oh, pretty silent. Okay. Well, he's in here now. I'm anyway. sorry, John. So, I know, I'm trying to get this thought out for 10 I minutes. <laughs> and a week before the Marvels comes out, I don't know, it just... It, it felt... Borderline <laughs> like a targeted like piece, and I'm like I I get that Marvel. I mean, the, Marvel's been in the headlines for this over the last, especially the one thing I will say um, is that that I, I'm I'm happy the VFX artists unionized. They mm-hmm. certainly needed to, and mm-hmm. I, I certainly hope that they with this slowed down release schedule that we're seeing, which is on here to talk about. Oh my god! Oh my god! He wants to get out now. What are you gonna do? Jump? He fucking might. Don't jump up there. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see more of these uh, kind of back to form, you know? Yeah. Uh, and we'll, they'll get their, their fair share, their fair dues, their fair wages. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Something about it just felt icky. Uh, well, I think, unfortunately, when you have any kind of piece of anything, any kind of media... You want it to get the most views, the most attention. Doing that right before a big release, it makes sense to me. And, yeah, absolutely. And, well, here's where it starts to feel, like, mm, how much of this is now, like, right, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, How much of this was fact-checked? Because in the article, they make a a point to comment on how, um, I I, I feel bad if I say her name wrong, uh, Naya DaCosta, the director of the Marvels. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Nia or Naya. I think it's Naya. Okay. Um, DaCosta uh, had left, quote unquote, left the project mid-post-production. Right. Um, 
And it's like, oh, it's it's really weird that a director would do that. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and she did a, a an interview during uh, the, the pre- you know, while they were doing press for the movie. This is before the actor's strike was over. Um, so everyone else who worked on the movie uh, got to talk about the Marvels, which is actually cool. There's some cool interviews out there now. Mm-hmm. Um now that they don't have, now that they have to ask more questions than asking the actors the same five questions over and over. Uh, Is the suit uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> Do you wear underwear? That one guy asked yeah. uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, anyway, uh, and they he just straight up asked. He's like, you know, what's all this then? <laughs> yeah, and she was like. I've Marvel knows what they want. Marvel knows what they want to do. They knew what I wanted, um, but they they also knew that I had another project coming up. Mm-hmm. So she basically was like, they released, they shuffled the release schedule so many times that mm-hmm. I, you know, had I to had go. to go. Like I had to, I was contractually obligated to work on something else. They were super accommodating. We had to figure out ways for me to work remotely to work. On post-production. So she never stopped working on the movie. Yeah. She just had to go direct another movie. Right. Um, but they ran with this. And she's like, it's not uncommon. You know, other directors, like Steven Spielberg, um, have done the same thing. Mm. So. Yeah. And because it's Marvel and because it's her, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, she left. Whoa. Oh, it must be Dookie Poo Poo. Right. Okay. So, and then she came back to do press. Yeah. So. Like. What did that tell you? And again, maybe there was some contention. They're not going to tell us all that. Yeah. But, um, There's always, what is it? It's like your side, their side, and the truth. Right. So but it's she, like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to 100% believe an article. Right. I'm not going to 100% believe Disney. Right. <laughs> I'll believe some mix of them right. And what I can see and what I saw, something we've talked about feels like for years now. They're pushing through content so fast. Right. And then got hit with, I don't know if you heard of it, COVID. Right. Which fucked everything. Right. They're still trying to recover. And for a period of time, they're still trying to push out all this shit. Right. I think they've realized we need to relax. Right. And what you were saying before, there's like this slowdown, going back to form, going back to a television show being filmed like a television show. Right. Going back to having, I don't know, the program creators see it through to the end uh, instead of letting them go before you edit or whatever happened with um, She-Hulk. So I think they are learning from it. At least I would hope so. I think we are criticized, (laughs) me and you, for being too optimistic, too positive about a lot of stuff. But for this, I I feel optimistic in the future. Um, yeah. Outside of the Jonathan Major stuff, because that is just like what occurred. Like, yeah. That's what just what a do you do ball. about that? That's yeah. that's a whole separate thing. Well, I mean, one there thing, are options. There are options. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, I think they can. I think with the ending of Loki, light light spoiler. Um, I think with the ending of Loki, they they left more of an open possibility to go a different direction than we might think. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Um, but uh, outside of all that, I mean, there's some stuff here that, you know, is super exciting. Um, this this last week, we also got uh, our first look at the new Echo series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it was a lot of, a lot of, it was a really good week to be a, a Marvel fan. Um, so we got the Echo trailer. 
And, I mean, I'll just be the first to say it. I think it looks fucking awesome. (laughs) I think it looks really, really cool. So, um, for those who might have forgotten, because I forgot, Echo as a character was introduced during Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Did you guys watch Hawkeye? No? That was a mistake. Hawkeye was good. See, that was one of the needles in the haystack. Hawkeye was good. It's a Christmas show. It's on my Christmas watch list. I'm probably going to rewatch it for Christmas. It's very Christmassy. Love it. Um... Hawkeye also comes into play in the Marvels. No spoilers, but you should know what's happening right. if you're going to watch that. The series, that. we mean. Hawkeye the series. Comes yeah. In, yeah. Comes, comes into play, play in yeah. the Marvels. Sorry. Hawkeye is also a character. Uh, yeah, he looks very cute. Bussell is up here just serving looks, quite frankly. Serving face, serving C-U-N-T, serving <laughs> charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Oh my god. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? Um, we're just talking about, uh... Oh, Echo. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Echo's getting her own series. I completely for... I completely forgot about it because there's so much other shit happening. Um, but was it slightly before the trailer dropped that we got the news about the rating? No, same day. Oh, okay. But what we did learn, um, a few months back was that... And this... Everyone started freaking out. Everyone started freaking out. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're dropping all the episodes of, of Echo at once. Oh, that's not that's, that's not, not like Disney. It's not a good uh, sign. Oh. They probably want to get it over with. Wait a minute. But then we what see did this... they, what did they used to do that for? Oh, let's get, let's talk about it because in this trailer, uh, first off, as I'm watching it, this trailer this trailer is gory. Like there yeah. is some, there is some John Wick style fighting mm-hmm. and like gun fu, mm-hmm. um, and it it does not look like it holds back. Uh, it's it heavily the trailer heavily features uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio back as Big Willie Fisk. We also get a small peek at Daredevil, who's mm-hmm. going to be popping up in this series in his red suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see what that's about. Um, and at the end of the trailer, you see it says uh, for Disney Plus members to set their settings to TVMA mm-hmm. because this is Marvel's first TVMA series which makes we you know what we stand. so now seeing that all the episodes are dropping at once I'm like okay this makes complete sense it feels the look of it just mm-hmm. the way it's shot and just the whole vibe it feels very much in vain of the Netflix Marvel stuff yeah um, which was for the most part Great. Some right. of the best Marvel series Con- content we've content gotten. ever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited for it. I can't wait for Echo to sign fuck you to someone. She's right. gotta. I need it. You know what I really would love? I don't know if it'll happen. I'd love for I'd love for Echo to maybe cross paths with a certain PI. Stop. No. We can't we can't speak that into existence. Listen, I've been listen. I've been very grateful to get the Matt Murdock content that I have gotten recently between fucking Spider-Man. No Way Home, She-Hulk, now Echo. I'm jonesing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jonesing for Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones was my favorite series. Sorry, Daredevil. It was so good. She was so good. If she comes back, I will lose my fucking mind. Jessica Jones had three solid seasons. Yeah. So did Daredevil. 
But, like, I think people forget Daredevil how Daredevil good... had two and a half solid seasons. Fair enough. <laughs> Jessica Jones was like, oh, it was so fucking good. Anyway, so, like, I don't even have a hope in my heart to see her again. Because if I do, like, if I don't, if I get hopeful and then it doesn't happen, I'm, what am I going to do? Right. Cry? <laughs> no. Not in my own house. Right. Go outside and cry. Go outside and cry. So, I mean, that would be crazy. That would be amazing. We'll see. Uh, I'm <laughs> not going to hold my breath either. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it would be cool. It would be really cool. It would be cool to start seeing them bring back, especially if they're going to go this route of doing these. Because also some a comment that came out was just that it, sound, it looks and sounds like Marvel is going to s- maybe stop focusing so much on... The bigger picture? Yeah. And, and start focusing more... on these smaller... Right. Uh, which which is, is what benefited them in the first place. Right. So I'd love to see... Um, basically everyone back. I wasn't a big Iron Fist fan. Um, yeah. I loved Colleen Wing. I was going to say. Loved her. Some good stuff bring out. her and Misty Knight back for something. Yes. That'd be great. Um, I will say, if I got to have Iron Fist back, I've always, uh, go back, way back in Perez Periodicos history. At some point, I said, give me either a movie or series mm-hmm. directed by Spike Lee, produced mm-hmm. by Spike Lee, something. For Heroes for Hire. Yes. But Luke, Luke Cage with Iron Fist. Yes. You've said that many times, actually. So I'm going to stick to it. I think that would be brilliant. Um, those are the times that I liked Iron Fist the most mm-hmm. was when he was paired with Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So do it. I just didn't like that show. <laughs> yeah. I didn't was, care for the character. Yeah. And it's, it's no one, I, it's just, I think it was just the, the writing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, well, I also think he's supposed to be like a little bit of a cock, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So, I think we weren't supposed to like him all the way, but, like, he was just, like, a little whiny baby yeah. a lot. You don't know the hand? You don't know Kun Lun? What the Shut fuck the are you talking up. about, Shut dude? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, anyway. anyway. Um, um, but, yeah, I'm really excited for Echo. And I think, again, like, you can't discount how um, impactful it'll be to see a show. I mean, we've seen her before, but to see another show with... Um, a hero, hero, uh, lead, (laughs) who is like, um, has, she's indigenous, yeah, deaf, yeah, um, and an amputee, yeah, like that's crazy, not like crazy, but like that's, it's, I mean, it's fucking cool because not only is she the lead of this, but she like in in Hawkeye, if you haven't, again, if you haven't watched Hawkeye, make it part of your Christmas watch list. Mm-hmm. She kicks ass in that show. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch Hawkeye tonight. Yeah. Like I'm gonna have to start watching right. it tonight. I wanna watch it so bad. Um she kicks fucking ass she's in that great. show. She's um, great. And just by the end of it, like she's such a badass. And the end, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, kind of sets the tone for what this show is gonna be. Yeah, it makes a lot um, of sense. So anyway, I'm super excited. Again, TVMA, which I, you know. I think I'm I'm hoping that between this and some of the other releases which we're about to talk about is signs of a of a new era for Marvel that I think could help uh usher in like a lot of cool cool things yeah. another exciting I time. I agree. Let's um, stay hopeful everybody. Hey everyone, let's sp- stay optimistic. Speaking of um there's only one movie, one MCU movie slated for 2024 due to this new reshuffle. That's crazy <laughs> okay um, and that okay, is yeah. deadpool 3 mm-hmm. and they're gonna put it right in the middle of the year right right in the middle of the year and again rated r so mm-hmm. marvel studios first rated r feature film mm-hmm. because they cannot do a deadpool 
that's not rated R. No. Um, no. <laughs> uh, so, and of course we know that uh, Hugh Jackman is returning as uh, Wolverine mm-hmm. for this one. Um, pairing the two of them together for the first time since X-Men Origins Wolverine. Boo. Boo. <laughs> um, but haven't uh, there have has there been more confirmed like um yes X-Men? there have okay. well, uh, well not not necessarily x-men i i don't think but um uh, like older movie yes. marvel castings okay um jennifer garner yes has been confirmed to be returning as electra yeah now the 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 rumor is for this movie mm-hmm. that they're doing they're adapting um Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, but mm-hmm. instead they're gonna do Deadpool kills the Fox universe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's exactly what they're doing. But if they're bringing Elektra back, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're bringing Ben Affleck. Yeah, um, that would be kind of cool. I've also heard rumors of the uh, Miss Minutes and the TVA being involved in this. Yeah, um, because for those of you who don't remember, the end of Deadpool two. Back in the Fox days, he takes Cable's time machine mm-hmm. thingy and starts going. Starts all, fucking around. Just starts fucking around. <laughs> Sounds um, like someone who needs to be pruned. pruned? Um, what do they do now? It'd be funny if he's the agent of the TVA. Um, and we talked about at the end of um, Loki, which if you haven't watched season two of Loki, I have a feeling it's going to be important going right. forward. So I would watch it. Um, and also, it's fantastic. But. There are some characters, some uh, actors specifically that I think could do really, really well in a Deadpool movie, like right. um, Casey Eugene Cordero. Yeah, I think he would be really funny in a right. Deadpool movie, in any movie, because he was really right. funny in The Good Place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think most of that cast would would do well. Yeah, in a, in a Deadpool scenario. I don't know if we'll see a Loki. Probably not a Loki. Probably, probably not a Loki. maybe a Loki variant. I would love to see Sylvie. Mm-hmm. I don't know about her. I don't think. Mo- I think Mobius is. He he's earned a day off. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna get him back. But uh, oh, that show is so good. We'll talk about Loki in a little bit. Okay. Um, in 2025, we got we're starting to get pretty pretty stacked with at least three movie releases, which um, could be good or bad. Right. Uh, in February, uh, February 14, 2025, we have Captain America Brave New World. So this was supposed to come out last, uh, next year, excuse me. Okay. Um, but they pushed that back. Uh, again, I'm assuming a lot of these really have to do with the actors and writer strikes that happened this year. Yeah. Um, which... And maybe good. also be because of the, um, Just the slowdown, like... Yeah, the slowdown, the VFX artists, and right. all that stuff. And I know Captain America, mm, the first time we heard about that, it had a different name. And they had to change it. So maybe there's also some stuff to do with, like, story changes and stuff right. like that. Which I'm okay with. Fine. By me. Um, yeah. So that'll be cool. Uh, of course, they're, they've are they recast the role of uh, uh, Thunderbolt Thaddeus Ross. Yes. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Uh, will now be played by Harrison Ford. So. Sure. Hey. <laughs> I'm very interested to see what we get there. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe Red Hulk. Maybe Red Hulk. Harrison Ford's old ass would probably be like, put me in the makeup. <laughs> Not doing myself. He's, he's too brave. He's, he's too shattered brave. every bone in his body. He's like, ah, oh, you know, I'll do it for the paycheck. I do it for the art. Oh, <laughs> the paycheck. Um, and then in a, later on, 2025, uh, July 25th, so almost a full year after uh, after Deadpool, we get 
uh, Thunderbolts. Speaking of mm-hmm. Thunderbolt Ross, uh, which will be led by Florence Pugh, uh, and will feature alongside her dad. Um, uh, what's that guy's name? Her dad. Yeah, what's his name? The Red. No, soldier. the actor's name. Oh. I don't want to look it up. I want to guess. Hey, guys, if you don't know th- this about me, I love to guess. Oh, yeah, she does. I know it. I know it. I know we it. We have Sebastian Stan. Yeah, keep going. Uh, we have fucking John Walker. Ew. We got Boo. the U.S. agent himself. <laughs> the, the, Not the actor. He's the, great. The alt-right Captain America. Yeah, he. Oh, he's not going to beat those He himself is not alt-right, <laughs> but the alt-right have claimed him as their Captain America. His um, best friend was black. I know. And now he's isn't dead. His, isn't, his, his, isn't his wife black, too? I think you're right. They no. really tried. They really were like, oh, no, look, see. But mm, I don't believe it. <laughs> the Homelander fans oh, no. have, have accepted him as not their captain. The home, not the homies. Not, um, <laughs> Homelander's homies. <laughs> ah! Seth Rogen, if you use that, you fucking owe me. Um, um, oh, my God. What's his name? What was his name in Hopper? Yeah. D- D- it's something with a D. David Harbour. David Harbour. Good job. Um, and uh, Ghost from the Ant-Man movies. Love that. And of course, um, Valentina. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck Val. her name is. Val. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, stacked movie. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. But now I'm curious. I'm like, well, the, could. could it, it'll probably be PG-13. But it's villains. That could be cool. Disney villains. Um, yeah, I would really... If that was a rated... I would really love to see a rated R version of that. Um, um, but yeah, I would go... I'm... Florence Pugh and David Harbour back together again as those characters. I I'm there. I'm watching it again. If you loved Florence Pugh in the Black Widow film, go watch Hawkeye. Yeah, because she pops she's up. She's there, and she's, she's great. equally good. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch Hawkeye um, again. But if you're lo- if you're Jones in for some rated R Marvel content in 2025, November 7th. This mm-hmm. one's kind of dumb because a week earlier is Halloween. Makes um, more sense, right? Uh, but. Is when we're slated to get Blade. Mm-hmm. We're bladed, right? Oh, God. Um, which has been uh, announced, I believe, uh, to be al- to also be rated R. Mm-hmm. And I think in that article, the Variety article, is shooting for a budget of under $100 million. Good luck. Well, I, I think that's okay, because I think that means we'll get... I mean, the first Deadpool was made kind of cheaply, uh, relatively. Under $100 million? I think so. The first Deadpool movie. I think okay. it was like sixty million, something like that. That seems so low. Uh, well, it's because I looked up um, the Marvels yeah. to see the um, the budget, the director. Oh, and the budget of that is a gross budget of two hundred seventy four. Yeah, these movies are million. fucking expensive. Yeah, so so I think they they're looking to make, which I mean to me makes sense. Like mm-hmm. a, a movie like Blade, you don't need. You know, a big fancy CGI light party. Deadpool's budget was fifty-eight million. Oh, I was so close. You were really um, close, and it it brought it, in seven hundred eighty-two point six million yeah, dollars. It made that's crazy. Crazy. That's. Crazy. And I mean, they had a full CGI character. Yeah. With uh, Colossus. So what the fuck are we doing? Right. So anyway, um, and that anyway, movie oh, yeah. would not have gotten made without Ryan Reynolds leaking Truly. the test footage. Truly. Um, Thank you. So, again, Blade, and you have Academy Award winner 
Mahershala Ali. You can't fuck it up. <laughs> he was great in Luke Cage. He was great in Luke Cage. For the half the time they had him there. I can't... Yeah, I'm so mad that they killed yeah. him. Off. Like, it's been 10 years or whatever, so, so get over um, it, but... What a waste. So they have they have all the makings that'll make a for a really fun like kind of comeback year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just take 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 twenty twenty four to see it through. Yeah, just make sure everything is where it needs to be. But um, I also don't expect any of these dates to stay the same. After what we've been through with all these things moving and grooving around, right. I'm going to take all of this with a grain of salt. Yeah. If it's when it's they say that it is cool. If not, cool. Whatever. Right. At this point, I'd rather... And I think, you know what? I think this is growing up. I think this is maturing. Right. I'd rather they take their time and make me wait than push out stuff for the sake of pushing stuff out. Right. Um, so that's where I've come around. Uh, on On the Marvel release dates. Um, but yeah, I agree. Having Blade in November doesn't make any sense. Unless it's a Christmas Blade. <gasps> Christmas Blade. Christmas Blade. Christmas Blade. Christmas Blade. Christmas Blade. That could be fun. Yeah, but also, just move it a week up. Move it a week up. Have it come out on Halloween. It could be like a, a Nightmare Before Christmas thing. I'm, I hope we get... Uh, I mean, unless we see... Unless we see him pop up in something else. And we very well may. We kinda kinda got, got a, a little over. bit yeah. yeah, in Eternals. Yeah. Um Which no one knows what the fuck's happening with them, so we'll see. The Eternals? Uh, yeah, yeah, they kinda just fucked off, didn't they? Yeah, so we'll we'll fucking see. Um But uh let's let's move on just a little bit, uh while we wrap wrap this episode up. Let's talk a little bit about Loki. We sure. we've mentioned it a couple times. Um I actually wrote quite quite a few notes down i don't um, see any notes no tomo oh your own private notes for, for your private thoughts gotcha um, i guess i'm not privy to those thoughts and opinions i was writing this down in a car that's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was talking so um so uh, are, are we gonna spoil it yes yeah, so i mean it's it's been almost a week by the time you hear this that this okay. episode has been that the season has finished has had its finale so the rest of this episode is going to be spoilers because yes. after this we're going to talk about the marbles yes so, spoiler, so if you're spoiler, not spoiler. interested in watching any spoilers thank you for listening make sure to follow our socials if you're mm, cool and brave and you watch stuff on time let's get into the spoilers <laughs> The Marvels came out like two if days ago. If you're an ago. adult with no kids and you can <laughs> yeah, go see truly, things on time. Truly. Um, uh, if your priorities are maybe a little out of whack and you went and saw the Marvels immediately. Right. Then let's talk about it. But first, Loki. Uh, so we said it before. Uh, I'm going to start with the finale. I oh. thought <laughs> I thought the finale was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I thought it was somber and heartfelt and just overall felt complete. Um, and honestly, if this is the last we see of Loki, I'd be okay with that. Sorry, Keo's jumping around. Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, I'd be pretty upset, actually, if we didn't see Loki again. But I agree. Yeah, I mean, more as a series. Yeah. Um, watching the finale, it was very much a series finale, and it felt felt like like that. So, but yeah, like you, I was in a place where I was like, okay, again, this is maturing. Two seasons, two good seasons, 12 good episodes. Okay, <laughs> that's that's fine. Don't push it. Don't give me a shit third season just because you can make money off of it or, right. or whatever. 
Um, but yeah, I think uh, the Loki series as a whole has been the clear front runner of all of the Disney Plus shows for sure. Yeah, but just one of the best things Marvel's done. Yeah, and I think, I mean, a lot of that is uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Because he plays Loki, he has always played Loki with so much passion Mm -hmm. and so much depth. Yeah. Like, even from from the beginning, when he was, he wasn't that old also when he started being Loki. No, he recently did, he was on Jimmy Fallon because, again, the actor strikes Mm -hmm. have ended. Um, So they were like, get out there, get out there, get out there. Go, go, go. And he was cast as Loki when he was 29. Yeah, like that's... And he's currently 42, 43. That's a big chunk of your life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I think him... I think that's a big reason why it was so successful. I think they got a, an amazing cast for both seasons. Yeah, it just felt like so much care and attention went into Loki. Um, I can't say that for the other Disney Plus shows. Right. <laughs> but... It, yeah, there. It's one of like the best story arc. Loki's story arc throughout all of Marvel, everything has been like beautiful. It's just been one of my favorite arcs. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, it's kind of, this sounds weird to say. Talk about weird. Uh oh. To have just like grown up with. We yeah, I talk about this all the time because we get shit on all the time for being like, oh my god. Like I remember when I <laughs> I cried in the movie theater for the first time in my life when I watched Tony Stark die. Yeah. And I got clowned by one of my college friends and i was like i've been i've been watching this man play this character since i was in middle school yeah yeah. like it's been most of my life like you expect me not to be sad a little sad there wasn't a dry eye in the house i don't care what anyone says well because they didn't watch it i know they didn't watch it and i mean that's fair but yeah it's it, yeah, we have to think. You have to think about it like that sometimes. Like this has been happening. <laughs> this has been going on since two thousand and eight. That was a very long time ago. Right, and I, I agree. I think, and I think Tom Hiddleston being an executive producer on the show definitely helped with that. But I agree. He's been given one of the most incredible just arcs, mm-hmm. like Loki as a character, and Tom. It, it doesn't happen without Tom Hiddleston. He had like two arcs. He had he had two arcs, but it, because of how they jumped. But because and it, it, it still felt managed so yeah. like full circle. Yeah. Um, and it's like one of those performances you see on film that you're kind of I don't know maybe I'm just it's the the sentimental artist in me. But I kind uh, oh. of feel like lucky to have gotten yeah. to watch it. You yeah. know, like you see this character's not to get cheesy, but like his glorious purpose come full circle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just that's just the testament to the show. Uh. And the season was overall, again, fantastic. It felt like it it carried the it carried on the story of the first season, but this season kind of had its own identity. Yeah. And brought something different. Like I like how in season one we got to go to all these various timelines and see all the mm-hmm. different Loki's and stuff. That, that was cool. That was fun. Episode five of that where, you know, we see classic Loki do is oh, still one of the coolest yeah. things. Um but this this was different. It felt um it's it was the it felt personal like even though there was is still like multiversal like time travel and all yeah. this. Yeah. It was about it, a group of friends right. really. It still felt like a very personal story to to Loki. 
um, mm-hmm. and and his his new family yeah. essentially, right? Because um, his old family's fucking gone. Yeah. Oh my god, this poor this um, poor man. And then it just had some cool shit like in the whole the whole first episode. <laughs> the whole first episode is just so chaotic. And there's some really cool stuff they do with like the camera work and mm-hmm. the and just the effects. The sound is always yeah. great too. Uh, and I mean, I mean, you mentioned the cast, Kihei Kwan. Just what an perfect I addition. Correctly, um, what a perfect addition to yeah. the cast. His energy, you can just feel it through yeah. the screen, and it's just I don't know. I just get so happy every time I see him on screen. Yeah. Although we did have a set. He's, like, so pleasant that there were periods of time where we were both, like, is he, like, the secret bad guy? If if OB ends up being the Kang variant that we continue <laughs> with Honestly? as Kang, listen, I wouldn't be upset. I think he could be sinister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if he wanted to. He's Mephisto. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, and, I mean... Yeah, just everyone in this in this show just really brought it, and again, it just it felt like I don't know. I'm like, man, I, it it feels different than a lot of Marvel uh, content we've gotten recently. And again, I I think it's because if nothing else, they have to knock this out of the park, right? Yeah, and also, I mean, it's six episode seasons, which isn't a lot. I mean, they're probably still very expensive, especially. I feel like this series was more probably vfx heavy than mm-hmm. the first um i don't know about that I, yeah maybe actually now that i'm thinking about it because they had like the whole like last two seasons or in that one where they were running from yeah. that okay maybe not um but i just felt like I, loki season two wasn't rushed out when did loki when did the first season of loki come out 2020 2021 2021 i think and we, 2023 that's two full years that we've had to wait yeah and you know what? If this is what we got, that's Maybe fine. Maybe 2022. I'm not sure. Let me let me yeah. check. But, but um, it doesn't feel like they were like pushed it. 2021. Okay. So yeah, two years. Um, it doesn't feel like they were. My first in- my first instinct was to say shit it out. Sorry guys. <laughs> they weren't shout out. They weren't shout out. Um, like get them out. Right. You know what I mean? It felt like they took their time on it, and I I think. I agree with I think you. It shows. It had to be. This is the one that needs to be right. Good. <laughs> this is the one needs to be well thought out, especially going forward from where we left off. I feel like they knew that they were going to have to set up a lot of world building. I guess mm-hmm. for future projects in this one, they were. Gonna, I mean, how do you explain fucking time travel and and all these universes? Like you have to take time and care into right. doing that to set your foundation for the future. They couldn't fuck it up. <laughs> right. Um. But this, yeah, it's just such a, such a great, great series. Mm-hmm. And again, it was like every now and again, I'm like, man, what a time we live in to yeah. like experience something like that. And I, I'll be sad if we don't see Tom Hiddleston, um, I think or any of them. But I think um, we will. But just the ending was just so like, oh, man, dare dare you say? It, but it was it was kind of beautiful in like a really sad oh, yeah. way. Oh yeah, it was very somberly beautiful kind of like silent night <laughs> like silent song. night's like a borderline a scary song um but oh, it's like song. so pretty anyway it felt like that um but yeah and what a just heartbreaking ending for a character who like he was a villain he was a villain who didn't care about anybody right not even his own family for the most part 
and he had to like learn and then at the end of this journey where does it lead him he's alone the one thing he didn't want to be on a throne which he didn't want right keeping all of time together for his friends so they can so they can live, live lives so they can have free will right. not even live lives so they can have free will in every universe in every timeline right that's so beautiful right he's, a, he's you know he's just a good guy a good what was i doing this for I, I was telling myself to remember something and then I forgot it. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. Love when that happens. Well, you think about that for <laughs> Sorry. a while. Sorry. Um, it's it like was... me thinking about that book. I, don't, I still don't know what I was going to say from it. What book? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember what um, talking about. Um, what was I going to say? Though? I don't remember. Keep going. Well, uh, anyway, if you had, let us know what y'all thought of uh, Loki Season 2. Yeah. Um, last thing, well, one of the last things I want to talk about here, uh, we just saw the Marvels. Yes. Um, the highly... For us, highly anticipated sequel to several projects. Yeah. Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and WandaVision. Yeah. All in one. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'll just say that kind of my overall thought real quick. This movie is fun. Yeah. This movie is super, super fun. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great um, because because of how fun uh, and just a, a great time it was. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um one of the things I liked the most about it was that it was an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> Guys, my bladder said thank you. I can't sit through another fucking three-hour Marvel movie. I just can't do it. Um, and it didn't need to be that long. It didn't need to be that long. So uh, I agree with you. It was very fun. All the switching when they use their power oh, mechanics. so cool. It was so cool to see those sequences. Um, Especially the first. You and I talked about the first yeah, one. Yeah, the first, the first one. Time doing yeah. Yeah. Because it was just kind of very haphazard, and we're switching around to all these different scenes, and uh, <laughs> it must have been a lot of an acting challenge to like, oh, I was just dropped in here, and now I need to figure out like, yeah. I think um, about the choreography because it had to be perfect. Yeah. Also, shout out to the Khan family, who I'm going to be saying that this entire yes. review, but they got in on the action, the first action. They did. Set piece. They did. Good <laughs> and for so- them. The Khan family is, I think, one of my favorite MCU families. I think we said that when we when talked we about Miss Marvel. Miss um, Marvel, yeah, they're they're so good, and they were still good. Yeah, I don't even feel like they were in it for like very much. They were in it a good amount, right. but and they still managed to be like one of the best parts of the right. whole movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. It, I, listen, don't think of me any differently. I liked Captain Marvel, the first Captain Marvel. Yeah, and you know what? I think a lot of people who said that they didn't at the time look back on it fondly now. Hey, maybe it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. It was never that bad. No. Anyway, um, rewatch Captain Marvel. If you felt a certain way about it the first time, maybe your feelings have changed, but it was never that bad. Um, I really like Carol as a character. Mm-hmm. I think she is so strong right like that's that's her thing she's almost too strong (laughs) almost overpowered but i feel like in this movie we got more vulnerability Mm -hmm. she was going through a lot in that first one didn't know who she was didn't know how she got there yeah right this one it felt more kind of dealing with her her trauma yeah uh yeah the trauma her actions caused to other people right um the one thing that I think we both agree on that we didn't enjoy um, about the Marvels was that it felt rushed at times because of that hour and 45 minute right. um, runtime. There were some moments that weren't as, I won't say fleshed out, fleshed out, I'll say explored. Yeah, there's some, there's some things that just, 
MCU-wise that aren't explored as much. Um, but for me, I'm okay with that. But I was, I think what for me, what it was is just that some of the more emotional beats that could have really yeah. resonated um, were they just were rushed. Quick. They rushed through it a little bit. But, we, and you and I were talking about this, I think that might have been partially intentional because we think about it, we have this, you know, all the, most of our leads are women, our directors are women. So I think that the idea was to have, to make a fun movie. And I think that shows through. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'm as a, as a cishet man mm. and looking into this, uh, <laughs> boo, uh, <laughs> and looking into this too much. But I think maybe because of that, because of all these women there, they don't want to show, to have this movie of just women being emotional. And I'm not saying that. I yeah, okay. I I get what you I get what you mean. Right. But the thing that's frustrating, not to talk about the plight of being a woman for right. too long, but the thing that's frustrating is that you are damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Right. They're either overly emotional, hysterical, or iron like cold. Right. Unfeeling needs to smile more. There's right. It's really hard to balance that. Right. In a way that people won't complain about. People will always complain. Right. Either way. So. Um, but just like some several parts that I thought like I would have loved to have seen like explored more, more. is yeah is Kamala like there was a there was that brief moment where you know Carol like kind of yelled at her and yeah. was like you know we can save we have to save who we can save yeah and then and, like, like the next scene she was like sorry about that right you're like, forgiven <laughs> I would have liked to have seen Kamala like really struggle with what it means to be a hero because I mean that's a lesson they learn time and time again yeah sometimes we can't save everyone yeah you know. Um, or what does it mean to be a hero in a team? Because she was alone right. for the most part. So um, this is all new for them in that regard. So it, it would have been nice to have seen more Kamala of, question her hero a little more. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Uh, but also, like, the reuniting of... Um, An aunt and her niece, basically. Yeah. Um, so with, it would have been nice to explore it that and like feel the gravity of that like she just i needed i needed family and you weren't there like yeah i agree and then they were just like anyway back to this yeah and i was like i thought we were gonna get more of that i've been waiting for years for that right um so stuff like that and again it that said and again maybe you know again i i acknowledge that i've I maybe looked into the other bit a little too much, but even with I all mean, that, it's, if that's what you got out of it, then that's what you got of it. I don't, yeah. you don't need to apologize for that. Um, but I feel like even with all that, it didn't stop me from enjoying the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I still very much thought it was such a great, great time. I think the balance of comedy was used well. I don't think it was as overbearing or like in your face as. as I'm not. I'm not saying it because I disliked it, but not as much as like uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. which was like silly, you know, kind of in your face, a yeah. little, yeah, maybe sometimes a little overbearing, um, depending on yeah, you know, your what, your preference. tolerance for that. Yeah. Again, I I enjoyed that movie as well, but I can definitely see why some of that stuff might not land mm-hmm. as much. Um, but this, I thought that was a good balance. Uh, Brianna, uh, Brianna, Brie Larson, <laughs> Tiana Paris, and Iman Vellani had a super fun dynamic yeah. together. Which is, I, I mean, I would say lucky 
But we got them in three different things. Like, for them to come together and have that chemistry was good. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tiana Paris was so good in WandaVision. She was Um, so good. She was uh, good in this, too. They were all Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah. It's Um, just, I I wish, they were so good, I wish I could see more more of them. Maybe there's, like, a director's cut. We had the three-hour cut. I want the Um, three-hour cut. Speaking of stand-up performances, uh, Iman Vellani. Mm-hmm. If y'all been watch- with us for a while, you know we l- we love Miss Marvel. Um, I thought she just gave such a standout performance in this movie because she already being one being so young, mm-hmm. but also being an actual like comic book MCU just nerd mm-hmm. through and through. Um, she does this like bright eyed thing for Kamala. She captures that really well. Mm-hmm. But she, for as young... I mean, she's like, what, 20? She's 21. She was born in 2002. Oh, my God. She has such great comedic timing. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't... Like, that's... that's That shit is hard. Yeah. It <laughs> um, wasn't... It, it wasn't two leads and their, like, right. co-star. You know what I mean? It was right. three leads. Yeah. Standing and playing off of each other equally well. Right. And I think that's really impressive to do at 21. Right. 21. And, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, ma- making your jump from a, a, a show to a... And that was like her first thing, right? Was Miss Marvel? Was it? Am I? I'm not sure. I don't quote Let me, me look. That. Let me look. But, um, but yeah, I, I just think her comedic timing plus this, you know, just bright-eyed, you know idealistic thing she has going on as Kamala just made for like a really fun but actually quite impressive performance from uh from this young star um yeah that's yeah Miss Marvel was her first so like I mean she's just she is killing it and I I, she's so funny I I really would love to see her I mean I I hope we see her as Kamala Khan for a long time it seems like we will with the post credit Mm. or mid credit scene that we got um that that wasn't the mid credit scene. When that was, was the that? end of the movie. Oh, <laughs> um, which we'll talk more about. Uh, but I would love to see her in in just more, more. things now because yeah. she's so funny. She's so good. She's uh, simply too good. <laughs> speaking of um, everyone who plays everyone in the Khan family, mm-hmm. y'all they were like you were saying they're they're not in it the most in the movie. Obviously, it's not they, about them. They gave some of the funniest parts of the movie. Like, yeah. they, they delivered some of the funniest moments and also some of the most heartfelt moments of the yeah. movie. I will I will say, because her family was featured so much in the movie, I do feel like we, we had a little bit more time to let those heartfelt moments. Yes. I love her family. Her I parents, know. Her dad. Her dad. All of them. Like, how do yeah. you even pick one? All of them. Right. Especially her brother. Oh. Her... How tall is he? I don't her know. tall, handsome brother with the beard. And the glasses. And he, he's pretty funny. Stop. And he's funny. Yeah. Stop. Um, <laughs> I didn't write this part down, but I, I did want to mention it, y'all. Y'all, for those of you who who listen here, you guys all know I'm a musical theater guy. Went to school for it. Right. Do it. You know, right. as a profession, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, among other things. Y'all, they have a moment in the movie where they go to this planet called Aldana. And their language is song. Mm-hmm. They had a musical sequence in this fucking movie. That was one of the things where, like, right after I was like, people are going to have a problem with that. People are not going <laughs> to like that. 
I didn't mind it. I think it's a cool concept to have um, a planet where their language is song. And again, I wish we had more time to explore that because we got to see like a welcoming song and you, we heard like they went into this big space with a lot of people in it and where you'd hear like like chatter murmurs yeah. it was just a bunch of people singing like yeah. <laughs> over each other that was really cool their um people alerting them to like incoming threats yeah. was a song it was like yeah. a siren singing yeah. thing like all of that's really really cool i think people are going to see it as goofy i i again for those of you who now know. Uh, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Their whole procession um, after we find out that Captain Marvel is a princess. <laughs> yeah, I thought planet. that was cool. That was cool. Um, uh, and I assume this... that's from some kind of comic run. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to me. Um, and we we just had all these musical moments. And we got to hear Brie Larson sing in this a little bit. Right. And with, I mean... her, with her sexy new mans, apparently. Oh. Who said that? You said that. I said that? With oh. your eyes. I did say that. With my eyes and my heart in the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> well, you saw him and you looked at me. So you, what I, did you expect to happen? Because I knew. You knew. I fucking knew. Anyway, sorry. Um, but yeah, I think at the end I was like, well, we know that Brie Larson can sing. She sung before. So like, I guess it would be kind of a waste to not have her sing something at some point. <laughs> but yeah, that was one thing where I'm like, ooh, people aren't, people aren't going to like that. Same with like the Cats moment. Oh, on. the fucking Flurkins. Yeah, we got two. Did did some, like, musical theater nerd write this or some shit? Because, did you write this? <laughs> I mean, this movie was... I think this is why I enjoyed it so much. I think this movie was made for me. I agree. <laughs> um, Yeah, so the... First off, love Goose in this movie. Goose is super cute. Um, love Goose in every movie. Yeah, put Goose in more things. Um, uh, I particularly love the shot of uh, Carol flying... And Goose is mm-hmm. on her shoulder, and Goose is just enjoying the breeze. Uh, yeah, because he looked like Bustello. This oh, is where Bustello's likeness came he? into play. She! Goose is a... It's like a Blue's Clues thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, we find out in the movie, there's all these little eggs laying around, and that's yeah. where we get all these little baby flurkins. Mm-hmm. Um, these little uh, flirt kitties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's not being used. It's mine, Marvel. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. Pay me. Money me. Money now. <laughs> uh, me needing money a lot now. Oh, okay. uh, Anyway. So, uh... And yes, yeah, so, as they're trying to escape the, you know, this, the exploding saber outpost, the idea is to have the, the Fleur Kitties eat everyone. That was another thing where I'm like, people aren't going to like that. And the fucking, <laughs> the, the song they use is Memories. Touch me. Memory from, uh. It's so easy to leave. From Cats. <laughs> A little on the nose. Uh, but clearly we were like okay sure i love this yeah that that got partially spoiled for us by eric voss thank you eric voss thank you for that thank you um but yeah it was still it was really funny listen we were (laughs) we went to a hockey game last night or by the time you over the weekend sorry we went to a hockey game over the weekend and they have like a, a a human man playing the organ and i was like oh hell yeah he's playing the hit like sports stuff yeah, and then he played. Lighting, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And then he played Phantom of the Opera. Uh oh, we freaked out. Yeah. We looked around. Guys, oh my god, guys, where? Like, who's cheering? Is no one else applauding? No, no, no one moved. Just us. No one moved but us. Yeah. We were ecstatic. Yeah. Love. And it. I turned to my friend and I said, "That was Phantom of the Opera," and she was just like, "Oh my god." 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, So that's like the type of people who we, would enjoy yeah. this moment. That's us, yes. Yeah, people with class. People with taste. <laughs> with class and taste. I don't know if that's going to be you. Phantom of the Opera, that's class and taste, baby. Cats? cats? <laughs> oh. That's, that's class and taste. One of our cats perked up when we said that. Cats? Um, he loves it. Oh. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. He wants me to pet him so bad. Uh, but yeah, those are two moments that I can see people maybe like goof like they're gonna they're gonna it's shit on goofy, it now yeah but again they're gonna look back in two years and be like remember when they did that oh, it was actually kind of funny they went for it if fucking deadpool did it it'd be yeah. awesome right maybe what if deadpool visits that he fucking might what happened to those people they got spit back out no i meant um the people on that singing planet they okay i think i can't remember all their water so. got taken i don't think all of it got taken they took all their water. <laughs> maybe, maybe they did. Well, again, see, again, that's a moment we don't really. Get we to don't. Yeah, we don't explore out. it very, very um, well. So, but uh, uh, I do also want to shout out. I can't remember her name. Who plays the villain? Zawe Ashton. Okay. Ashton. She was great. Yeah. The the villain. I mean, it kind of it's kind of a throwback to some of the early MCU villains, where like it's one very clearly one and one done. movies villain. Yeah. Um and. One thing I appreciate, especially with Loki being such, like, a big, like, a lot of implications for the MCU moving forward, this movie is kind of about these three Marvels. Well, for the most part. For the most part. There is a lot of stuff. Way more implications for the future than I thought that there would be. But the focus. But the story. Yeah. yeah, Is very much Um, just them. uh, But I wish we had gotten more with um, Zawe Ashton's character, whose name I forgot, um, uh, uh, Dar- Darban. Dar. Because I think of Darman. Darman. Darban. Darman. Okay. Ah! Um, like she briefly mentioned, like, so, uh, this was the goal of my predecessor or whatever. Right. I was like, say his name. Say his name. Say his name. And like, t- I, how did you get here? We got right. a little bit of it in flashbacks, but like, I don't know. I would have liked to explore that a little bit more. Right. Um, but with what she was given, she did super super well with it um because yeah she wasn't she wasn't really in it a whole lot for being like the big bad i feel like she didn't have very much to like say right um it's also um married to tom hiddleston talent plus talent their kid's gonna be unstoppable (laughs) um yeah i think the i think the idea was to make her a little bit more of a sympathetic villain um yeah because yeah because her her whole mission is to find resources finite resources. Like, right. hello. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be us soon, unfortunately. Yeah, truly. Going to other planets, siphoning them. That's the American way. I can't think of anything more American. She's American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought I thought that she did a solid job. I think the performance was, uh, was really well done. Um, I just, yeah, just one, one and done. Um, yeah. I can't, can't imagine we'll see her again. Um, but, I mean... The there were some things. We, let's start with the end of the movie. We do mm-hmm. see uh, uh, Monica Rambeau. She she did successfully close that uh, incursion. Looked at oh. yeah. So I for, I forgot a little bit. Doctor Strange, Multiverse yeah. of Madness, another movie that's going to be more important down the line than people think. Yeah. Um, the incursions are when the the basically two universes are starting to interweave. Yeah. Um, and so that's essentially what was happening. So mm-hmm. 
she passed up this incursion. Uh, Had to but, close it from the inside. Yeah, so she... But she told them. This was something that annoyed me in the theater. Because she was like, I'll go in and I'll close it from the inside. And they were like, okay. And I was like, close it from the inside. She'd be trapped on the other side. Right. And they didn't get it until yeah. further on. And I'm like, y'all y'all aren't dumb. Like, I've, I've, I've seen proof of that. Right. So I thought that that was... Yeah, I get it. Um, anyway, but anyway, so yeah, so she closed it up successfully, and it. she ends up in, I assume, a hospital. Right. So, oh, I, I skipped one, but it's okay. Let's talk about this one first. Um, so, she ends up, in which we learn in our in our post credit scene, in some sort of medical facility mm-hmm. next to Maria Rambeau. Mm-hmm. And looking fine, looking, looking great. the same as she did, as if she had not aged at all, mm. as if she couldn't have a daughter in her 30s. Right. And so we see this really great moment between them two. Again, Tiana Paris was acting. That was, I think, again, we had mentioned like the emotional beats were what Just weren't explored rushed. enough. Yeah. That's one, like, there were a couple in the movie which, if they had explored them thoroughly, Tears. I, I would have been gone. Right. I would have cried. Her, uh, Monica waking up to see her mom by her bedside was so, because she sounded so happy. Well, the inverse happened. Morning. Like, oh, it was so beautifully performed. Yeah. Um, and had the potential to fuck me up. Right. And then we needed to move on quickly. <laughs> Same thing with the Carol and, and Maria scene earlier yeah. in the movie. Uh, had they made that. Any, lo- any longer. Right. And I would have been gone. Yeah. Um, but then uh, she's like, who the hell is... Who are you? I don't know who you are. Why are you calling me mom? Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, who do we see walk in the room? This big, burly, blue, furry son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. Uh, we see Beast from the X-Men. Yeah. Played by Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Um, that was such a cool, a cool introduction. Um, and he's talking, of course, he's talking about the professor and he calls uh, Maria binary, mm-hmm. binary, binary. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he he also mentions like, well, you came from another dimension, which par- you know, the universe parallel to ours, mm-hmm. which is impossible. But here you are. Yeah. Um, which, again, I mean, at, at, a, at a, this time, two years ago, she, the TVA would have popped in and went boop. Yeah. You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. But now she's stuck there. Yeah. So, um, a couple things that are cool there. I thought, well, first off, we see Maria in a, in her... Binary. In her binary uh, suit, uh, which is really cool. Um, but also because B said a universe parallel. To me, we already have two confirmed mutants in the MCU mm-hmm. proper. Kamala Khan and Namor. Mm-hmm. Right? So, with Deadpool 3 coming out next year... Does parallel mean mirrored? Right. Do we have the same, 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 but different right. along the, the universe? So, that's I one thing. Know. And also... The implications! I Theoretically, we'd have to see Monica brought back to her own universe, her own timeline, right? Somehow, at some point. So, how the fuck are we going to do that? Again, very Agatha? interesting. I'm sorry? Agatha? Oh, maybe whatever she's fucking up to. Whatever the fuck she's up to. Um, Whoever the hell she's dragging around. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Earlier in the movie, um, one of the big action set pieces is um, 
basically has to do with all these scrolls being mm-hmm. uh, uh, moved, courtesy of again. Moved again, courtesy of King Valkyrie, who does make an appearance in this movie. We figured from the trailer. Um, presumably to New Asgard. On Earth. On Earth. The sacred timeline Earth. And for those of you who remember, there's already an influx of scrolls living <laughs> on Earth, as we learned, if you were one of the two people that watched Secret <laughs> Invasion. We were the other two. Also, we're not even mentioning Secret Invasion that much here, because this movie almost never acknowledges it which is perfectly fine yeah. by me um so i think i mean and they're on shaky grounds with maria right now i mm-hmm. mean not maria who uh carol right um because they blame her for needing to be moved again so like all that yeah, we didn't we didn't explore that was that purposeful right. that we didn't get like we forgive you, Captain Marvel. Right. Like, or is that going to come back to haunt us? All that research of the Super Scrolls is still out there, living with uh, fucking Queen Elizabeth or whatever. Um, yeah. Olivia Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Daenerys is out there somewhere, being all fucked up. True. Um, so I can't remember her name. Um, Amelia Clark. Yes. Uh, now I can't remember the character's name. Oh well. Uh, Gaia. Gaia. The mother Gaia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was paying attention, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't remember else anything from that show. <laughs> um, uh, and then, of course, the end of the movie, mm-hmm. before the credits even roll, uh, we see <laughs> Kamala Khan sort of, in her own way, recreate the the first post credit scenes of the MCU, which is uh, Nick Fury talking to Tony Stark. Recruiting. <laughs> um, recruiting, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's recruiting. Uh, and that's when we see... Uh, Haley Steinfeld makes an appearance in this mm-hmm. movie as, uh, what's, what's her name? I love this character too. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Oh, I thought you meant her char- like her superhero name. And I was like, I don't think she has one yet. No, she's Hawkeye. She's Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. she's Hawkeye. Um, Kate Bishop. Uh, so we see Kate Bishop. And uh, we, we see, see, more importantly. More importantly, Lucky the Pizza Dog. Thank you. Who does indeed get a slice of pizza in this. Love yes. that for him. Um, that dog is useless because he did not bark at Kamala. He no, did not no. care that Kamala Khan was He's there. He's like, oh, hey. Um, <laughs> and it seems like they're setting up a uh, a Young Avengers. And I um, love that Kamala Khan is the one going around with right. her iPad that she stole from <laughs> Nick Fury. Um, no confirmation there. Uh, that she would be the one going and finding people. Right. Um, I love that. For the character and for Amon Vellani. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, that fits. Yeah. So... Um, so again, the implications, guys, we're, we're moving forward. Uh, but overall, I really, really enjoyed the movie. I love that Samuel L. Jackson got to have some fun in this one. Let Samuel L. Jackson just be a kid every once in a while in these fucking kid. movies. He doesn't need to be going through fucking World War III. Yeah. He got to just be funny. Yeah. And on a spaceship. Good great. for him. <laughs> um, but overall, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I know people are going to pretend they don't like it. Um, <laughs> I don't think... I, I, I think there might be some people who genuinely it. don't like it. That's fine, yeah, too. Which is fine. I would say give it a chance. I definitely think it's more net positive than negative. Yeah. I. We're very positive people. The only thing we really said about it negatively was that we didn't, we didn't get more of it. Yeah. Like that was, I think this is one instance in which, again, I love that it was an hour and 45 minutes, but because of that, you know, yeah. you got to take the bad with the good, right? 
Um, but it's really because we wanted to see more of these characters and what they were feeling and going through. Uh, that's the only, I think, the major negative. Uh, I thought for the most part the movie looked great. Um, I agree. There were some times where definitely um, I could tell, like, oh, that's like a, uh, what do they call it? A digi double? Like a yeah. digital double? Like, I could tell you're switching places with people. You're going to have to have right. something there. Um, but because it's in it's in action, it's milliseconds. You're right. not, it's not going to pull you out of it a lot right. um, until you, like, VFX artists react, break it down, and make yeah. it. But that's not how movies were intended to be watched. So right. I would, I wouldn't take that um, fully. I think it, yeah, I think it looked pretty good. Um, the action sequences I think are worth the cost of admission alone, just yeah. because they're really, really fun. Um, it's a unique, um, unique concept problem. For, yeah. yeah, to 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 witness. Um, and yeah, all the performances were really, really solid. So yeah. I say give it a watch. Yeah. Um, I will continue to ride for Carol Danvers. Same. Her movies are not bad. No. She just got the short end of the stick by being a lady. Yeah, truly. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, so I'm excited to see where they go next, where they pop up next. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I really like this. Hope y'all check it out. Hope y'all let us know. Um, super, super quickly. I want to take two minutes. Okay. Um, to answer, we had, we, we, y'all, we've got an audience question here. Holy Um, shit. So here's the question. And this comes from, uh, Katie Obbs on Instagram. Okay. So shout out to Katie. Hi Katie. If y'all could pick a ride for a Disney movie, not currently represented in the parks, which movie and what kind of attraction would you choose? This is a very interesting question because it's the inverse of a lot of other questions. Right. It's not which attraction should get a movie. Right. It's what movie should get an attraction. Yeah. God damn. God damn it. Um, holy shit. I mean, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot that you could do. Disney's been around for 100 years. I don't know if you guys know that, but... Um, oh, there is one that I think of that... It's not, it's not like an original idea, obviously, but it's one, it's one that a rumor I've heard that I'm like Moana water ride. No, oh, um, re, uh, repurposing, mm-hmm. doing a. He's back. He's back. He's fucking burning donuts out there. Um, <laughs> burning donuts. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what car people say. <laughs> he doesn't know um, what cars. Uh, refurbing. And re-theming mm-hmm. Rock and Roller Coaster mm-hmm. to be more of a power line yes. from Goofy Movie I've, sort of thing. I Yes. I love that idea. I there's that no be, Goofy, there's no movie, goofy movie, movie fucking representation except for the characters sometimes. Right. But, like, I, are we the only ones watching that movie? Like, over and over again? I don't get it. Clearly not. Clearly not. But uh, I think that could be a... Re- and that would be an easy one to do. That would um, be really fun, yeah. And would keep you away from that. Like, having to deal with real people and their real bullshit. Like... Right. Don't make it real people themed. Make it... Right. I'm uh, not against... I think some people are. Um, people hate change anyway. I think people are kind of against things being rethemed into Disney IP. Things that aren't Disney IP are like standalone existed before the ip the right. ip was made then it began you know what i mean right um but in this instance i'm not i'm not that person make it something disney themed don't make it i'm at disney i don't yeah. care at that point i don't care yeah. when people were all upset about the great uh the great movie right like and don't get me wrong i love that right mm-hmm. but like 
they don't own half the shit that's in <laughs> yeah. there. And also, they like, why wouldn't they use their own space to put their their, their bread and butter? Their one Mickey themed ride. Right. It's like the only one that they have. Um, and that ride's so much better. I assume. I, I never went on the Great Movie Ride. I do like the Great Movie Ride. I do miss it. But uh, I also love Mickey and Minnie's Runaway. Uh, Railway. Railway. Yeah. Um, uh, but if there was another... A movie that I want to see represented in the parks. I would love to see something Tangle themed. Mm. The only thing... Listen, Tangle's one of my favorite Disney movies. The only thing we have of it is a fucking turlet. <laughs> the Tangle turlets. Thanks. I love it. Thanks. Actually, they're they're really pretty. I like, I like the Tangle turlets. But I would love to see some sort of ride. What kind of ride would it be? I don't know. I would say... I don't know. <laughs> Maybe some sort of like escape something with Flynn as he's being chased. Yeah, for I was also thinking like somebody. Some, I'm, the first thing I thought it was like writing some sort Max? of. Max? Yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, so maybe something like that. Maybe, Maybe something, something like a flight of passage, yeah. but on a horse. Yeah. And you're like going That through. could be interesting. Yeah. Doing that thing. You could even, I mean, it would be really boring story-wise you could recreate that initial chase yeah like where they're out on the tree that fell or that branch and they're like walking and they fall that's what i say i say some sort of dark ride coaster style not like tron um like um flight of passage or that harry potter one where you're on the broomstick i haven't i haven't (laughs) written it um that one or what's the other one that's like flight of oh I guess Tron is the only other ride vehicle that's Soarin'. similar. Kind, eh, <laughs> not really. Um, I guess flight of passage would be the most similar. Yeah. To where you're like moving and stuff, but you're it's horseback, so you're like galloping. So you so you're you're like a, a tangled some sort of th- thrill esque ride. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I like and that. I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Powerline coaster. Well, here's the here's the here's the fucking thing. If they rethemed Rock and Roller Coaster to be Powerline, would you actually ride it? Would you ride it, Ron? I would. I would ride it once. You listen. You act like I don't get on on anything. You don't get on Rock and Roller Coaster. I, I've done it once. The once. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm y'all. For context, I'm not a big coaster guy. Yeah, it makes his pick very strange. Um. I, look, I'm just saying. He's like, listen, I know question, it's a good idea. Not, I wouldn't ride it. It didn't say <laughs> what ride would I want to ride. It just said what you want to see represented <laughs> in the parks. Um, We're going off the technicalities here. That's right. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other movie, but that's the one that just keeps popping. I mean, that's a super yeah. solid answer. Yeah, I think I think I would just retheme, or I would, I would get, I would even get settled for like some sort of live performance um, of. Uh, some power line something. Oh. Oh, like kind of like a stage show, like yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. That's but like... have it be just like like the concert. Like, you yeah. know, and he do... Stand out. Yeah, stand out and eye to eye. They could throw in a couple other... Ni- <laughs> they could throw in a couple other 90s hits in there just, just to have them. I think they did that or do that. I think they have like a little dance party performance like just out. Right. Somewhere at some yeah. point. I feel like I've seen it, but so, I would. I, think, I, think I like the coaster like idea. Um, so Powerline something. I love Powerline. Yeah. Anyway, thank y'all for tuning in. Um, check us out on all of our various socials: Instagram, yeah. TikTok, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, we have another uh, 
Oh, two in one month. We have another pre-preview coming up. Um, at the end of the month. At the end of the month for Survivor Series. That stream will sound a lot better than our last one did. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you can't watch the last one because it... It sounded so poo-poo. Yeah. Um, so we won't be doing that again. Um, but be sure you check us out. Uh, follow us on all the things. Uh, and we are going to go. So uh, thank you all so much. Thank and you. And we'll see you for the next one. Bye-bye. Peace.